Ho, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Rock My Life Halftime. It has been so long since our last episode, so I hope you've all been keeping safe and well during these difficult times. I, for one, did not expect us to be in such a familiar position 12 months on from last Christmas, after hearing in July that we could never go back into a lockdown. And yet, here we are, struggling to see family again, with a new variant of COVID lurking around every corner. But at least, so far, this variant does not seem to be as deadly as the first. And fingers crossed, with the sheer numbers of people being vaccinated or getting the booster, I really do hope that we can start to live with this disease, rather than having to isolate or reduce the number of people that we visit during these festive occasions. But while I'm on Christmas break, I thought, what a better opportunity for the boys to catch up and do a festive special episode just for you. Now, unfortunately, in part one, James was unable to join us due to unforeseen circumstances. But I'm sure Matt and Justin would agree we wish him all the best during this tough time. And if he is listening, we are all here for him. And I'm sure you, the listeners out there, will be excited to hear his voice back with us next week as we celebrate the countdown to 2022. So this week, Matt, Justin and I catch up and we catch up from where we left off and discuss the issues surrounding the cancelled rugby training and Christmas meals, whilst having a laugh about things we could all say at Christmas dinner table, but also in the bedroom. We also look back at last year's Christmas episode and relive some of our funniest and most memorable moments from Christmas past. I wonder if we've learned our lessons. Well, hello guys, we're back again for a Christmas special. How is everyone doing? Oop, I'm good. Justin, how are you? I, I'm peachy, thank you. Very good. Now that I'm of isolation. How was it being locked up? How many days did you have to do? Ten? Ten days, because I got uh, the Omicron. Omicron finally caught me. I escaped Ooh. Delta, but I didn't escape Omicron. But um, yeah, I kept myself busy during isolation. Is it me or does Omicron just sound like a Transformer? So a Transformer that finally got you. I literally said the same thing. It sounds like the new Transformer. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of K-pop dances and uploaded them onto TikTok. We saw. Yeah, we've seen them. <laughs> In very small shorts as well. <laughs> Wouldn't have you any other way, Justin. Oh, no, 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 of course not. <laughs> and did it keep you saying it? Like, because I know that people would criticise people that do TikTok dances, but was it something that kind of kept you positive and kept you going through it? Yeah, I mean, like, I would, because I think when I went into isolation, I was like, right, I don't feel bad. Like, I don't actually feel ill. So I should keep myself active and I couldn't go to gym. So it was one thing, like, it was exercise, it was cardio. And it gave me a chance to learn something every day. So, like, something new, which I thought was quite fun, and it's music that I like, you know, I've seen these performances, like, a l- million times, so it's just fun to do that. It, just, it kept me going. It sort of gave me a bit mot- more motivation to get off bed every day and sort of do something with my day. Does it take a long time to, like, learn them? Because I have, I, I have no rhythm anyway, but I wouldn't be able to pick up a, a dance that complicated that quickly so the dancers it depends how hard they are but like i would say usually it takes me about half an hour 40 minutes to pick up the choreography step to step and then once you've got the basics down then you have to start sort of like looking in the mirror dancing in the mirror watching your lines seeing where you hit blah 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 um so all the like videos i've loaded are still relatively rough because they're only after a day um so the more time you spend practicing the more you the better it looks really but you also do cheer as well so you've kind of already got that choreography sort of blood pumping through you anyway (laughs) (laughs) that 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 did come in handy knowing that i can somewhat dance but k-pop dancers are quite different to um 
cheer, which is quite a fun experience. So you'd recommend it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's good exercise. It's great fun. You do get really fed up at some point, but um, just power through it. Just, just do it. It makes you feel good. Maybe we should each do a K-pop dance on TikTok and see what people think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happily teach you guys dancers to do. Can I do the robot? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen the new um, season of The Witcher? I've do you know what? I haven't started the second series. I've had to re-watch the first series because I kind of I kind of lost interest in the middle. And then as I knew there was only eight episodes, I kind of thought, oh, actually, maybe I should actually start listening and concentrating towards the end. So I've restarted from episode four to the end, but I haven't watched the second series yet. Oh, it's very good. And the, the bard um, Yaska in it, um, in the first season, he had like the Toss a Coin to Your Witcher song which was um it's like one of those ear earworm songs that just gets stuck with you all day um and there's another one in season two um which i've seen a lot of people start doing dances to on tiktok and it is a bop so you, you need to watch it so it's been a while since our last episode which was in august and kind of life was starting to get back to normal but i'm sure if you're listening certainly around now in december leading up to christmas that Things are a little bit bleak again. Um, there hasn't been too many restrictions put in place in this country, but uh, what are we thinking? Do we think we're heading for a lockdown or do you think we're going to manage to sail through it? No, I don't think we'll ever go back into another lockdown, to be honest. I don't think the government could uh, could ever impose that, especially after the, the amount of, um, well, shall we say they've lost a lot of credibility over the past few months. And um, I think people wouldn't listen even if they did it anyway there's no way of enforcing it um i think they're much more likely to go back to rule of six which i think will happen in the new year i think wales is already going to that i think from the 26th it might be um that wales are starting to introduce rule of six again so i think we're heading back to a tier system but i don't think we'll ever go back to a lockdown scenario um not for covid anyway but yeah it's been a it's been a couple of interesting weeks um it, unfortunately things like rugby is had to be cancelled our christmas meals had to be cancelled do you think that was the right thing to do right everybody kind of cancelling their plans and trying to focus on sort of doing their own sort of isolating even though they're not got any covid symptoms yeah i think so um i think as obviously you know people have in those positions, like like with the rugby team, they've got to make the decisions for the health and well-being of everybody. And, um, you know, I've seen loads of people on on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter that are all po- positive, you know, and that's without having um, a party where all of our friends, you know, like were present. So I think it was a good decision. Um, I think a lot of people are just acting more carefully which is clever you know they've learned from what's gone on um basically because no one wants to have a ruined christmas again no one wants to have to isolate on their own christmas and not go and see family and stuff and if if people had had this mindset last year i wonder if we would have had to have had a lockdown at the beginning of this year I think people just wanted to kind of see relatives. The, the, uh, certainly the elderly generation had spent a long time isolating. They weren't allowed to see people, especially people like in care homes and things like that. 
So this promise that people could visit each other and be able to have Christmas still, I think that was kind of people's priorities. But certainly this year, what I've noticed is, like you were saying on social media, it seems to be every other person. And sometimes I'm a little bit like, I'll see a story and they've all been like going out on nights out and going to clubs and things like that. And then a couple of days later, they suddenly put up a, a picture on their story, but like, oh no, I've got Omicron. I'm kind of like, you kind of brought it on yourself. You did go and mix with other people, despite having to show your COVID passport thing. But then there's other people that have literally tried to stay away from people and have just gone to work normally and then got it from someone either through the transport to get to work or just being in the work situation. Um, and I do feel sorry for them, especially as it gets closer and closer to Christmas, you see people saying, oh, no, like I've got Omicron. I'm in two minds. Sometimes I'm like really sympathetic. Other times I'm just like, well, you did push your luck. It's interesting, actually, because um, sort of with the with the life cycle of viruses, um, you know, they do mutate and, and sometimes they inherit genes from other viruses if um, a host has two of the viruses at the same time. And I think I saw something the other day that actually Omicron has somewhat similar um, uh, characteristics to the common cold, which would indicate that somebody had COVID, one of the variants. Um, At the same time, they had a common cold and then that uh, variant of COVID that they had changed a little bit. And then when they passed it on, this is where, you know, Omicron's come from. Um, And it does seem like that. I I don't, don't see people being extremely ill with it but it seems like lots of people have it and they all just look like they've got a cold, like a bad cold. Um, maybe that is sort of coming to the end of what COVID's going to be. You know, it might just be a yearly cold that people... Justin, over the past year, since we've done our last Christmas podcast, do you think you have stayed on the naughty list or have you moved on to the good list? Uh, I, I I think I, I'm on the good list this year. Really? Go on then. What have you been doing that's so nice? I um I donate to charities every month. Um Oxfam and I support a guide dog. Um <laughs> I have heard um, that you do a lot of community service, though. That's yeah. I've heard heard that you serve the community quite well. Filling up the sperm bank doesn't it. count. Matt. <laughs> oh! He's stealing from it. <laughs> what about you with it? Put in ice cube trays. <laughs> well, what people do with ice cubes is uh, up to them. Yeah, do you want some ice cubes in your wine? Yeah, sure. Let me just go grab them. I got them in the sperm bank. that's so gross um sorry that was also criminal for me to say do you want some ice in your wine because that's too basic um but i think you know i've been on the nice i I should be on the nice list i've not done anything horrendously naughty this year (laughs) is that is that is that the the uh criteria i'm on the good list because i shouldn't be on the bad one and i haven't done anything horrendously bad as if i've done bad things but they're not that bad they're not that bad you know it's like i robbed a bank but i said thank you yeah exactly (laughs) no i didn't rob a bank just 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 you know you know what i think i'm gonna be on a good list this year Um, oh i just slipped off my chair i'm gonna be on a good list this year okay and matt what about you do you think you're being a good boy or being a naughty boy 
I think I've been a good boy this year. I'm always a good boy, but particularly this year. Um, I again, I've not done anything horrendous. <laughs> you know, I, I don't have the limit to do anything bad. You know, I'm always working, um, and that should give me some points. That I, I you know, I work in the NHS, so yeah, uh, Santa can come unload his sack for me. Sure it's full <laughs> this time of year. What about you, Christian? Have you are you going to be on the good list or the, or the naughty list? Yeah, depends who you ask. <clears throat> <laughs> I I think I think on the whole I have been a good boy but there has been sometimes when I've been very bad and Justin I can think one where we had a particular night out that ended up rather <laughs> rather naughtily naughtily you know, just naughty. for that night I should be on the nice list yeah you did have to deal with me rather intoxicated so yeah maybe to my husband I've probably been not as bad as some nights, but certainly that one anyway was was particularly bad that he had to come and pick me up again. <laughs> oh, I just, still... I'm, I'm just thinking of like Christmas comparisons, like when you've had a drink, you kind of turn into one of the gremlins. <laughs> like, they just run amok and cause chaos. I'm not that bad. What Christmas film would you describe as um, your life, Justin? <laughs> um, uh, what was the one with Ghost of Christmas Pass and Ghost of Christmas, Christmas Carol? Yeah, Christmas Carol, you know, because uh, I'm alone. Or, or it could be Love Actually. I could be one of the storylines. You know, they could just slot me in there. My love life would easily fit in there. <laughs> Which which storyline? I've not watched yeah. Love Actually this year. Like it is my Christmas film, so I save it for Christmas Day. Uh, but which plot line? I think it would be the one where uh, uh, she—I forgot her name—but she's in love with someone that works in her office, and then um, oh, the one with the brother. Yeah, I think that's more me. But my brother's being uh, my brother would probably be my work or like my drunk friends. Instead, and, uh, <laughs> and the love of my life never noticing me. Oh, I thought you when you said the office. I thought you were talking about that slag that Alan Rickman buys the <laughs> necklace for and makes Emma Emma Thompson cry. Oh, it breaks my heart. I would not want to be that woman. Emma Thompson <laughs> should never cry. Whoever made Emma Thompson cry is a criminal. She's a national treasure. Mm-hmm. Christian, so what what would your Christmas film be if it wouldn't be the Gremlins? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. My my Christmas film. Whenever it's always that kind of thing. When someone asks you that question, you have to like think, and it comes up with like some really crap answer. And then a few minutes later, you're like, "Oh, I should have thought about that one. Oh, I should have done this one." Um, I I kind of feel, and this is probably quite <laughs> stereotypical. Leading up to Christmas, because I'm a teacher, I kind of feel like the Grinch is very me. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, I see people getting all excited about it, and the kids are excited about it, and we do, like, the whole nativity thing. But from a teacher's point of view, it is the biggest pain in the ass having to do these nativities because it's like but you have to be, like, the director, the choreographer, the music teacher, the, the, the singer, whilst having to, like, deal with all the costumes and things like that. And then you have to go through it, you know, plan 
when you're going to do all the rehearsals, you've then got to organize when yours is going to be and when the rest of the schools are going to do theirs. And then you've got people in like supermarkets things being like, oh yeah, it's very, very Christmassy. And you're just like, I, 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 I can't relax. I can't enjoy Christmas until the term is finished. Mm-hmm. And then you see all these people on social media just be like, oh, look, I've put my tree up. Oh, look, I've done this. Oh, it's only so many days to Christmas. And I'm just there going, <laughs> and but then, but then it's almost like in the film when he like realizes actually Christmas is a really nice idea just before he like destroys it when the term finishes and I can actually relax and enjoy and actually do my Christmas shopping and then like, you know, get all the food ready and things like that. And then the family come around, it's really nice. So leading up to the Christmas, I'm definitely the Grinch, like the worst person. Like I don't even get Tom to put the Christmas tree up until the very last minute. See, I put my Christmas tree up in November. I do mine like way early. I mean, this year I didn't because we bought a real tree and it'll die before Christmas if you put it up too early. But I am one of those people that's like, soon as Halloween's over, I'm looking for my Christmas decorations. I'm getting everything ready. Josh is fighting me for like, no, not this week. No, not this week. Next week. No, the week after um, until it gets to like the end of November and his birthday's gone. And then I'm like, yes, I can start celebrating Christmas. Yes, finally. Mm-hmm. So we got a real tree this year. Sorry. Wait, where did you go for it? The real Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. No idea. Tom got it. It was like, I really wanted I really want a real one this year. And I was like, but we've got a really good, like, fake one. And it won't drop its needles, this, that, and the other. And then we don't have to worry about it when it's done. And he was like, no, we'll, we'll plant it in the garden. You're gonna Very put a Christmas tree in the garden. And then you've got to kind of look after it. And he was like, no, no, it doesn't need any looking after. Da-da-da. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So I let him get one and it looked really nice, but it's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it didn't even last until Christmas. And, and someone was just like, oh, you know, it just need more water. And then he put some like miracle grow in it. And I'm like, it, it's going to need more than, you know, like, the miracle on Christmas day to bring this tree back to life. <laughs> 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 Jesus, this this tree is not. I mean, to be fair, that is quite brave of Tom having um, Livy and Aslan. Like, yeah. if, if they jumped on it, like it would be gone. Yeah, no, we had to spray some uh, dog behavior spray on the bottom of it because as soon as it came in, Aslan did hook his leg. He didn't manage to do anything because I like pulled him away from it before he tried to uh, piss all up it. But, but. Um, He's never seen Christmas before, um, certainly not oh, in this no. country. And so when we brought it in, he was just like, what the fuck is that? Um, something finally bigger than him. And uh, <laughs> he's obsessed with the baubles. Like he keeps trying to knock them off, but then he'll just play with them on the floor like a cat with a ball of string. <laughs> that so is quite cute. cute. But yeah, I, I, kinda, I do like a real tree, but um, one that survives. So a little bit of fun now. Now I've got, I, we're going to do this every so often and uh, I'm going to come up with something that you can say at a certain situation and then something that you could also say in the bedroom. So because it's Christmas, what we could do, what can you say at a Christmas dinner with all your family around that you can also say in the bedroom? Um, <clears throat> you're stuffed. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> mine, mine, was, mine was literally the same. It's like, Daddy, can I have some more stuff in? <laughs> oh slow down it's not a race <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh god, I think I, my mind's gone very dirty now. I can't say any of these things at like Christmas dinner because I was like, mm, that's really juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. Or the opposite, but it's a bit dry. <laughs> oh. oh, no one wants it dry in the bedroom, do you? Ooh. No. Justin, stop playing with it and just eat it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> honey, you didn't need to tell me twice. <laughs> well, that was nice, but I still prefer five guys. <laughs> but you could say, oh, that's quite thick. <laughs> I like I like a thick gravy. I don't know what you're on about. Dirty. Oh, I'm so happy you came. <laughs> Let me one. unwrap your pigs and blanket. <laughs> Would you say that at the dinner table? <laughs> Actually, I probably even. It depends on who you're having dinner with, Justin. Yeah, that is also true. It depends on having dinner with. Yeah. Is it alright if my boyfriend joins in? <laughs> <laughs> There's always room for one more. <laughs> Bring a chair. Bring a friend. The more, the merrier. Oh, it hasn't risen as much as I'd hoped. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I made such a mess. It was just too tasty. <laughs> oh, let me lick it off. Can I I'll let you lick it off anytime, Justin. Oh, don't worry about the mess. The dogs will clean it up later. So just before we go, I thought it'd be a great opportunity to go back in time to Christmas last year and relive some of those funniest moments from the show from Christmas past. And of course, where would we be without our ready stuffed turkey, James? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I'd rather just have the money. If you're going to give a tenner for a present, just give me the £10. Ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> but no, mine, were, mine one was quite similar. I remember it was a Chris, uh, Secret Santa and it was from work. And you can just guarantee that it was something that somebody found, like you said, Matt. And mine was a uh, hip flask, which is fine. I'm never going to use it, but it was all right. And then the second part was a bottle opener, but it had <laughs> massive tits <laughs> at the top of it. <laughs> And I was like, clearly this person knows mm. absolutely nothing about me. Like, have they even met you? Like, I'm sorry, well, if exactly. they knew you, they would have thought you know, <laughs> you know, the massive, like, wooden knob bottle opener that you see on holidays, like, them ones. Yeah. At first I did think, oh, maybe it's meant to be, like, a testicle, like a penis thing. But then the testicles had a bra on, so it was definitely a set of boobs. Maybe, but maybe there's a market <laughs> for that. Balls like sort of, like, having a bra for it, you know, support for, for balls. Maybe you just look like a boob man. Maybe. 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 Or maybe they're trying to turn me. The heterosexual I mean, like, agenda. There's, there's Christmas miracles and maybe then there's that. Yeah. <laughs> kids at the moment. So let's think about when we were back to kids. Did we all get part of uh, James? Uh, Justin, I don't know about yeah. you, but were we all involved in a nativity at school? I was the dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? I tried to stay in character. I was like, does Mary want to get on my back? That's absolutely fine. I, and I got told I wasn't allowed. So, Can you do your best donkey um, impression? Can I add, can can I add to this? I was five. And when they were giving out, the, when they were giving out all the characters, <laughs> I was being a good boy and taking the register to the office, came back, and everyone, all, all, all the main parts had been given. So my two best friends were Mary and Joseph. 
and I like I got the donkey. Having said that, though, that sometimes when you get given, because now that me being a teacher, I know how it all works. It's kind of gone the opposite way. So if you end up being Mary and Joseph, it's probably because you can't speak properly. You've got zero confidence because those parts, they true, literally no, just true. sit there at the end and hold the baby. And then it's the end. Whereas now it's like all these Christmas plays, again, because I have to become like Android Lloyd Webber when it comes to the Christmas productions, because no one else seems to want to do it, especially with the younger kids that all these shows that these companies come out with are just awful. But it, I think they got bored of the whole, like, Mary and Joseph story. So now it's like <laughs> Christmas Day, according to the third sheep on the left, or... Well, the Angry Innkeeper's my favourite one. Or the, the Lost Angel that no one ever heard of. And it's like, it's ridiculous. And I, I love the names, though. I love the names the, of the players. The one that we've had, um, uh, Lights what? Camel action. <laughs> There was uh, a midwife's tale. Oh my god! <laughs> my favourite. I can't believe it's not Jesus. Have you, have you seen uh, the whole uh, the uh, the Virgin Mary has nits? No. There's that one. The Virgin Mary has the Virgin Mary has nits and no. the innkeeper. Although That's I'm not surprised, Matt. What were um, you when you were a kid? So I went to Catholic school. So it was the very traditional like um, nativity. Um, and I think I was like a Roman soldier. Like I remember wearing this like skirt thing, like with trousers on underneath, obviously. But like it had like pound coins weighing it down, so it didn't like fly around because we had to do part of it outside. Like who thought letting like eight year olds do a nativity outside in the middle of winter was a good idea? Yeah. Like, well, not realistic. Well, Jesus was born in a manger. He was, that's what, what, was cold when he was born, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> method acting. It's method acting. Oh, yeah. It was in Bethlehem. <laughs> Bethlehem is like 30 degrees all the year round. <laughs> yeah, it's the Middle East. It, it was wasn't like Skagness in winter. <laughs> wow. Thank you. You know, Justin, we can we can forgive you because you didn't have it. Hey, I never up, had so a Jesus figure. You couldn't in, have been my, more wrong. in my childhood. It was more. Actually, I don't know what it was more of because I don't really have a religion. So, <laughs> well, James, I know that you were the you were the donkey, which is quite fitting. But uh, I think my first nativity was even more appropriate, as if the teachers already knew what was coming down my road in my life. So there were two nativities. The second one I did really well at. I must have developed some sort of acting skill because they gave me one of the main parts. I think it was like, it was a shepherd, but again, one of the plays where it wasn't just about Mary and Joseph. But the first one, it was about Mary and Joseph, but it was like like a time travel thing. So it was kind of going backwards and forwards about the nativity, like Christmas in the future, Christmas in the past. And in that one, my what? role, wait for the it, robot. was the fairy robot. <laughs> the fairy robot i don't know where this play was written and i want to find the authors robot. what even is that that's like somebody <laughs> had a great night out one time and thought shit i'm writing this down <laughs> <laughs> but i do remember there was this dance that we had to do as well when we had to parade our costumes and things and because i'd been sat down for so long cross-legged with a cardboard box on my feet had gone numb so when i stood up i had real bad pins and needles and i had to remember marching like a robot and i was stomping my feet so hard trying oh, to get feeling back so i could go up and down the stairs well that's all we got time for on today's part one of our christmas and new year special 
Join us next week for part two as we count down to 2022 with more laughs, memories and wishes for the new year. I've been Christian John and this is Rock My Life Halftime.